Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Chill. Oh, yeah, this is Jake Prince coming at you, live and in living color, and you're rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. I'm Santoine. I'm Antoine. And we the Connected Experience. Bro, what's the Connected Experience? It's a lifestyle, the lifestyle, lifestyle, our lifestyle. lifestyle. How that lifestyle been treating you? Oh, man, I can't complain, man. I've been, uh, I just been uh, unlearning, <laughs> learning new things, rebranding myself mentally, physically, and stuff like that, man. And uh, just learning and discovering new things, man. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's dope, man. I have too, man. I just been on a. Uh, I don't know. I, I've been on a cleansing journey, man. And when I say yeah. cleansing, I'm talking more in my mind. You know what I mean? Like, That's what I've been on, too. Like, deleting shit that I, like, I can't even listen to certain music and shit no more because I don't want it to put me in that mind state. I don't even want to feel like I felt like when I hear certain shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, it depends because if it's some Brother Lynch, I ain't deleting that. Okay? I'm rocking with I that. I just actually listened to Loaded the other day. Yeah, yeah. I, I just put listened. my wife on it. She ain't never heard it. Not the whole way through. <laughs> <laughs> how, how much had she heard? Just it's, you know, over the years. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Saying, yeah, 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 yeah. So what else been up with you, man? Nothing, man. Just working to secure the uh the final stage of the animal instinct journey. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Once well, this is not the final stage. This is uh, the this. next stage. Because the final oh, stage this, this, is, this is this is the final stage of this part of the plan. This was my three year plan, and this is the final stage of my three year plan. So the final stage of my animal instinct journey. But it ain't it. <laughs> because there's more to come after that You know what I'm saying This is the next phase of that initial plan that you set Because if you say the final plan We already got stuff planned for when that happens So you gotta be very specific with your words I was Yeah, yeah but you can't You know what I'm saying So you got a word? No, you go ahead, you can do yours first Alright, so my uh, word is forfend Which is a verb and it means to defend, secure, or protect Yeah, that's a nice word Uh, I got uh, altruistic It's an adjective Unselfishly concerned for or devoted to the welfare of others Now why would that be a word in my word? Because I just randomly went to the dictionary.com and picked words yeah. of the day from like certain dates. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's how but our guess will actually fall under, <laughs> under that, that. You know what I'm that's saying? That's dope that that actually happened like that. But yeah, because everything is divine time. And who we got with us today? Today we got Curtis Lamar from uh, Crowd Freak. And if nobody's ever heard about Crowd Freak, he's going to break it down exactly what it is. And then he has a new venture that he's been working on that I'm anxious to hear about. Yeah, and I'm really anxious to that, hear about that. That's what I really, yeah, because that, that works with Crowd Freak, but we'll let him talk about what it is and uh how he came to that so today we're gonna get to know curtis lamar and what's cool is like this isn't a person either one of us knows so that this is this is the connected experience working at a hundred percent of being a connected experience right because we like to connect people with either our audience or people who do the same thing and this uh episode will do both because we actually know a lot of people who do uh music and things like that and this is if you're trying to do live shows this is the go-to guy he's been a go-to guy for a few years yeah. on that so go ahead and introduce yourself Bro. Absolutely, absolutely. So my name is Curtis Lamar, um, CEO and co-founder of Crowd Freak. Um, my bad, I'm trying to pin this comment on live. Yeah. Um, yes. So uh, I'm happy to be here. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Thank very you interesting. In the first, you know, ten minutes of y'all discussion, I'm like, oh yeah, this is 
This is a dope for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. Sure. yeah. So, so what what is Crowd Freak actually? So Crowd Freak is an online platform that helps up and coming artists find exposure opportunities all across the world. So no matter where they are in their music career, we can get them on the same stage in the same room with their favorite icon. So um, before that sentence was different. It was we are online platform that helps up and coming artists find performance opportunities. Like we were solely, you know, um, a, a platform that sourced out all types of, uh, you know, showcases, concerts, festivals, yeah. coliseum, arena performances, and connecting that to artists that deserve to perform on those stages. So yeah. since then, our network has grown to, you know, radio, um, to Spotify playlisting, and now Distro Freak um, yeah. to help artists. So we really are artist development platform. So Okay, so let's take it back to the beginning. Like, where, where did you grow up at? Uh, so I grew up in Detroit, Detroit, okay. Michigan. Um, went to Burt Elementary. Then I went to Woodward Academy, which transferred to uh, Frank Murphy. All these schools are closed now, which is sucks. yeah, sad. Yeah, that's sad. Yep. Yeah. And I went to McKenzie, which they also destroyed. Oh, you went to the um, Mac, my yeah. niggas. I got a couple of niggas who went to the Mac. They that shit is a nigga older than me, so I know. I, I know you <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah but uh, so how was your experience? So what 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 neighborhood is that? Um, so I, I lived in two different neighborhoods. So I lived in Brightmoor on yeah. Braille, um, 15734 Braille. I, I just remember it. I, <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. my number, everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I lived on um, Braille till I was about 14. Yeah. Um, and then I moved to uh, Patton in um, right off of Chicago. Yeah. Right, right. Like literally, Chicago. I was walking distance from um, McKenzie. Like, right. So, yeah. you, so yeah. your West Side experience, your Detroit experience is more of a West Side experience? 100%. I'm scared of the East Side. It's like, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> no, because that's an all-running thing with East Side. Because we from Angster, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha, so yeah. now, I can't, like, I was thinking the other day when I was talking to my wife, and I said, I actually can't remember more than two times that I actually went to sleep and woke up and spent the night on the west side. Oh, Detroit. really? And that's for me and east side. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I but never I, even went, like, even now, <laughs> going to the east side of Detroit is just completely different. It's dark as hell. Well, uh, I went, well uh, so we did a lot of, we spent a lot of time on the east side, and that had struck me as odd. Like, I can never remember even going to sleep one time and spending the night waking on the up side. on the but. All my homies is like West Side niggas, but right, they're right, right, right. the East Side. So so much love. So so talk about growing up in Brightmore as a kid. Like when did you discover like that this is the city experience? Like you know, because Detroit is a different type of like you know you from Detroit just going to Angster. Yeah. Like when you come to Angster, yeah, sure. that's a Detroit guy. Like yeah. and it's vice versa. So I like, mean, my experience is kind of crazy. Uh, like uh, we was kind of sheltered. Like my my family is like crazy religious, so I couldn't. Yeah. For me to be in the hip-hop world, doing hip-hop concerts, festivals, and all that, yeah. I couldn't listen to rap music growing up at all. Like, yeah. I couldn't, like it was, there was no rap music allowed in our house. We, you know, we didn't really, you know, kick it with family and stuff, so. Yeah. So, so, was y'all Jehovah's Witnesses, or? No, we wasn't, but it, damn near. Uh, we was ap apostolic Pentecostal. It's yeah. still a form of Christianity, yeah. Christianity but it's, like, it's very strict. strict. Like yeah, yeah, very, yeah. very strict. Now, did that turn you off from religion as an adult now, or did you, like, take some good things from it and say, I might not practice this form of right. uh, Christianity, but I will practice some form of religion? Right, right, right. Um, So... Not really. I, I'm still. I, I still have my religion pieces in me. Like I never drunk or smoked before. You know, what I'm saying? I have, yeah, I have all types of you know festivals with. I got a big Bunch. weed festival. Yeah, back, yeah, yeah backwards. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, but like, I mean, I personally, you know, right? Because uh, that's the business. That. That's yeah, the business. Yeah, exactly. Now exactly. let me ask you this: Like, now that you, you what is a two parent household? 
Yeah. Okay, yep. cool, cool. Yep. So now that you look back and you say we were kind of sheltered, like, do you see the advantage that you had? Being 1,000%. I mean, which is crazy because my, my mom and dad are still together. Yeah. And I got 11 brothers and sisters all together. That's That's a family. Dad, that's, yeah. That, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. And I say it that's wild because, like, you don't strike me because uh, your birthday just passed. How old are you? I am... 35 yeah. right so yeah, for yeah. a 35 year old to have 11 brothers and sisters usually that's something like a 60 year old yeah, to yeah, say like yeah, yeah. from the same do you what's parents? the oldest how, so how how much older the, is the oldest I'm the second oldest okay I'm, okay I'm, i got an older brother and then it's, it's so you mom. still got a brother the, or something in high school yeah oh yeah i got <laughs> my son is older than two of my sisters <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, but that's right? how it used to be yeah, though yeah, like yeah, like yeah, yeah. so with the two parent household parents still together like what is when you some advantages yeah the advantages of that like when you started to venture outside and notice that you were sheltered like how did that affect you like did you feel like i want to listen to rap or watch these movies or no i think that it made me yeah that too like for example being sheltered definitely helped me you know you know in school right i went to college i got my mba i got you know i got all those things too so that kind of it kept us grounded like you know in school, yeah, um, but it also made me want to like rebel and listen to music. So like, yeah. as soon as I got to college, which it took that long, I didn't go to prom. Yeah. I didn't go to no school dances, none of yeah. that. Like, because these things yeah. are actually American traditions yeah, that exactly. we that we right. think that we deserve to do. Like, right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? So like, not go, like so we weren't gonna go to prom, but it wasn't because we were sheltered. We just at that time in our life, we wasn't on none of that. In right, that. exactly. So when you get to college, is the first time you actually get that. You go, so you obviously you go away to college. Yeah, yeah. I went to uh, Bowling Green. Oh, Ohio. okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, how was that when you told your parents that you wanted to leave the college? Like, uh, what the conversation? Oh no, was about? they wanted that. You know, my okay. older brother had went to college. Like almost all of my brothers and sisters went to college. I got a full scholarship at Bowling Green, so yeah. I, I went there. And I mean, even then, I didn't go to parties in anything till i was like so it worked junior. like so what they yeah, yeah. The, the way they raised you was working yeah, as soon as you get from in front of us you're still the same still, person still the same person still the same person With dope dope values. that's dope man. Like, so, i kind of went crazy 11th i mean not like, <laughs> junior, junior. Junior. Yeah. now why yeah. what was the turn of events that made you do that i just wanted to have some fun you feel yeah, me? because you've been putting in the it work it was crazy like this is this is nuts right i got married yeah like in the freshman year of college oh did you yeah yeah like, i mean but you know what bro i, I think that's dope though by uh, junior year. <laughs> that's what i wanted to have. <laughs> hey, that, yeah, right right so listen so now was get, this like a high school sweetheart or something yeah, it was. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. i thought you okay, right, okay yeah, so yeah. you ain't go to college and then meet somebody and get married no no, no 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 yeah this is high school sweetheart we got married uh I, we have we have my son so i moved them down and then we you know Things didn't work out. So. Now, how did your parents look at that, though, by being super religious and then your they example? Was, they were it, super excited because, you know, I mean. No, I'm talking about getting divorced. Oh, I mean. I mean, was, I mean, I got really, kind of like a religious background, too, was, so I know that'd be like shunned upon, but oh, it's no, like. It's, it's very bad in my religion. You can't yeah. get divorced unless one of the parties. Right. You know, commit some things, and one of the parties did commit some things, and yeah. we ended up divorced. Divorce, yeah. Yeah. So something else that like stuck out to me right away. You said you actually got a scholarship to Bowling Green. So yeah. what what uh, what was the scholarship for? Uh, it's called uh, President's Leadership Academy. Yeah. Um, it's a full scholarship, which is crazy because I got it, and then I got my little brother it, who yeah. is a rapper in Detroit right now, going crazy, cute boy. Yeah. And then my little sister, this is her first year, and she got into the scholarship program. So that's all at Bowling Green. And all that Bowling Green. So yeah. oh, that's dope. And, so. and my son went to Damner went to all the classes with me. Yeah, like, right. Like, it, was, it was just yeah. me and him. I was a single father, yeah. so it was just me and him. My my junior year, senior year, and then I had a fifth year senior. I was a fifth year senior, so he went to all the classes with me, which is crazy because 
the assistant to the PLA is now the president of the PLA. And you and know he son, getting it. And my son is a sophomore <laughs> in high school. Yeah. So he got two years. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, but your look, son a sophomore, sophomore in high school. But it's, it gets even crazier. The assistant who is now the president. Yeah. Uh, used to watch my son while yeah. I used to go take exams. Yeah. So now my son is about to be. Yeah, he's sure yeah, he like, Maybe you know. He, I, I mean, he's he a smart kid. He do a lot of athletics. And, and on like top of too. all of that, I've been yeah. putting in the work for exactly, years. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy that it, it, it's possible. It's yeah, not for sure. But it's yeah. I said to my wife last night. Uh, like I kind of wish I had a son or a daughter early because they would be going to college now or could put it's niggas who in the NBA now that I can be their dad. I'm yeah, not even forty no, for years sure. old. Yeah, I'm thirty nine. Uh, my man, yeah, uh, was born in two thousand two. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like I'm thirty nine years old. Like I could really be these people' dad. But I mean, a disadvantage to that is that you have to grow. So yeah. like y'all kind of grew up together. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, Versus like, like he, if you have another say bro son, to me. He'd yeah. be like, hey bro, stop. Like yeah. instead of like, hey dad, stop. Yeah. It's like, hey bro, because he like we we literally grew bro. up together. Yeah. Like yeah. take classes, everything. So is that your only child? Uh no, I got a so I'm I'm remarried. Yeah. Uh, uh beautiful lady. Um, yeah. named Ashley McKinnon. Um but uh yeah, yeah, I got another son, he's five. So Okay, yeah. so and that's a whole different experience. type of experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's dope. So when you finally got into music, like how did you know you wanted to do that? Or did you know you wanted like what did you when did you see the need for for your business? Or was that not right so away? So for the need for Crowd Freak was a little bit different. I wish my wife knew that I was in an interview <laughs> and she keep calling me while I'm on live. She should just pop on live. Yeah. But anyway, but um um so I, it's it's a it's a weird journey, right? I went to college to be a science teacher, like yeah, earth yeah. science, life science. Like, didn't know anything about this, you know, music industry or you know how to build crowdfreak or what was needed. Da da da, right? So uh, at the end of college, I watched a movie that changed my life to want to do something different, and that was the Social Network, yeah, the, the yo, Facebook and, movie. And I was just not to cut you off, but I was just telling my brother yesterday, like, yo, so they got a movie coming out about they got a series coming out about Uber now on oh, Showtime. Oh yeah, I seen that. I yeah, seen that. and yep. I and, it, and it's giving me the Facebook Social Network vibes. Yeah. But since it's a series, we know they go dive into it. Like I can't wait to see that because yeah. social that movie actually made me look at like. It made me look at stuff different when you think about actually what he was. He was just a lonely kid who wanted friends yeah. in college. Well, like that, that was that was what was portrayed. That was because yeah, that's yeah. Holly, that's the Hollywood effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's all I say. So, but then yeah. when you look at what Facebook is, it's just a bunch of people that's not that don't know each other that's in networks trying to be friends. It's a friend request. You know what right. I'm saying? No, for yeah. sure. But so after watching that, you said. I don't want to be a scientist yeah, yeah, no, no more. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, teacher. it was too late. It was it was my senior year, so I was already four <laughs> years into science teacherness. Yeah. So I was like, I couldn't really just like change it. But I, I had a minor in business, so that kind of helped me out yeah. too. Um, so right then and there, that fast forward, boom, 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 graduate. Um, I start working for Target. Target started paying for my MBA to you know get my MBA, blah, blah, blah. You working for the corporate? Corporate Target. Is that, I was so you living in Minnesota? No, 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 no. Okay. I, no, I, I was running stores, so I was an executive team leader. So okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, um, so start working for Target as executive team leader. Um, and then one of my artists that's currently my artist today, and we got a lot of crazy stuff coming soon. I also manage Rocky Bad, but yeah, hey, yo, um, you can bring her on. I, I like her. Oh yeah, absolutely. I like straight up. Yeah, like she hard. She hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so before you get into that, since yeah. you mentioned the artist, who 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 is that artist that you was managing? Uh, Quincy Banks. Okay. Yeah. So he came to me, the science teacher. He yeah. said, "Hey, can you manage me? Like, you smart? <laughs> Let's figure it out." So I was just like. All right, let's figure it out. I know how to make things happen. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm very good at making things happen. And then 
first thing that happened was getting him on stage. It was kind of tough. I tried to Google. He like, I want to perform. I tried to Google. How do you how do you open up for Drake? How do you open up for anybody? It's impo- It's literally impossible. There's no platform Formula. that gets you immediately on stage. Like no platform at all. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I still wasn't thinking about it. So I started throwing my own shows. Right. So then I'm getting him on stage. Then all these artists are like, hey. I give you money. I give you. I bring people out. I do this. I want to just get on this concert. So, so to be clear, you were throwing rap shows, not really even interested in rap, just to get Quincy just on. Just to stage. get Quincy on. And this yeah. is in Ohio, or is this, this here? This is in Detroit. This is all. In Detroit. Oh, okay, Quincy, so Quincy you Banks is from Detroit. So you come into the industry. You don't. You don't. You don't got no friends, like industry friends. So you, a guy comes up to you and says, "Manage me," and you say, "I'm gonna figure out how to get you on stage. 100%. I'm gonna throw shows." And this turns into now around the world you could book a show for an up and coming artist. I, absolutely, go check live on Crowd Freak, please, because I'm in the interview. Goodbye. That's she's she calling my other phone now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we everybody in here married, yeah, bro, exactly. so everybody so understands. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, so yeah, I I literally didn't know anything about the industry at all, but I just seen an opportunity. You know, I'm I'm off the Facebook network, uh, social network, feeling. I'm like, okay, I, I found something where people can get on stage. Let me create a platform where they can easily get on stage because I was buying all types of slots for Quincy Banks to perform, yeah. but it was no platform that connected the artist with the stage. Zero. Still today, it's still not really one that specifically collect art, connect artists to the stage. So then I start building Crowdfreak without having a name. We yeah. start working on a website with no name at all, and then I finally put some words together. I was like, oh, yeah. And this is in what year? This is in 2017, yeah. but we didn't really like really get crazy with Crowd Freak till 2019. Yeah, and I kind of remember I, starting, starting to see that. that. Yeah, you I know what I'm saying? Like I've been kind of watching the journey from front, well, from the social networks. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, I, I just love new stuff. You feel what I'm saying? And when it be like homegrown, it be like, yo, I'm gonna keep my eye on this because when the time is right, like I'm gonna bump into these people for whatever reason it may be. Like if it's just to have a conversation, so I definitely been keeping my eye on it, and I just seen it getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. You know what I'm saying? Now, why you doing this and you being a dad? Like, uh, d- does your oldest son play a role in the company? Um. You know, I just I just had a conversation with my wife about that. He need to. <laughs> yeah. But right now, currently, don't. You know, I'm, I'm letting him live his life. He play games and do sports. But, uh, you know, uh, you know, he, he does have a little bit of background. Like, you know, he, he's worked his freshman year for us. But I'm about to really get him involved this year. Like, really, you know, get him involved with things. So. Yeah, yeah. So, now, you come up. What's the first rap album you actually listened to? Oh, sorry. People just texted me and said they couldn't hear my live, so I'm yeah. just. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> um, first rap Drake. No, 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 no. Because you know it's crazy. My first album wasn't until like my eleventh. Yeah, yo, yo, my junior, junior year, year. Junior yeah, yeah, yeah. year, like literally. I think my first album I ever bought was Drake' first album. Yeah. But I know I got Trey songs and Jamie Foxx before that. But rap album was Drake. So okay, I want to take it back to the household because this is very interesting that they actually were able to keep you away from this stuff. So like, what is a when you're a kid? What is a and you're the oldest, the second oldest, right? Yep, so yep. what is it like growing up in this household that you don't even understand that everybody else is not growing up like this? You gotcha. feel what I'm saying? So like, what is what is it now that you know the difference? Like, so take me. How can I put it? Like, when you realize that. It was different at your house. What was the difference? Um, 
Like, was it like? I think I knew I, immediately. I think I knew as I mean, a child. Like, yeah, as a child, because you know, growing up in you know urban Detroit schools, you know, everybody talking about this, talking about this rapper, talking about the uh, BET Awards show, all the rest of this and stuff that I. Had Can't, no clue no what clue. it is. I mean, my dad, my dad wasn't really super religious. My mom was like, yeah, church. We went to church six days a week. Yeah, you know choir, six, all of that. Six days a week. We, our church was small. It, they tried to do the choir thing, but it just never worked out because people wasn't consistent. Yeah. But and my uncle was the pastor of the church, so it was yeah. kind of like you know. We so, got to be here to show yeah, we numbers. We have to be here, like literally. Like yeah, we, it's, we it's eleven of us. Yeah. Yeah. So we <laughs> yeah, made it. Yeah, we made it look yeah, packed. Yeah, he needed. Yeah. He yeah. actually picked us up. He actually picked us up every. Every time to go to church, like yeah. in his big church van, yeah. because we literally made it look yeah, pretty full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eleven people jumping off the bus, which yeah. is crazy though, because I definitely want to get on this live. They said they couldn't hear it. Yeah. Everybody been texting me. I didn't know. Um, which is, the craziest part about that is, uh, it was another family. We was both poor. We yeah, was super poor. Another family. They had thirteen kids, same mom and dad, and then they lost their house. And they moved into our basement. Yeah. So it was like, at that time, it was like nine enough of us, and it was 13 of them living in our basement. So it was like 30 people in the house. It was crazy. Super How crazy. many bathrooms? One bathroom. Oh, See, yeah, we, got, we, got a, we got a rule. Yeah, we yeah. got a two-bathroom minimum rule. But this is why, though, because when we were uh, in 11th grade, we lived with a lady where we, oh, Auntie Sandra, uh, we call her Auntie Sandra, but it was my homeboy, Auntie. You know what I'm saying? And it was like. It was a it was an open-door policy. So everybody that she ever helped before she ever helped us always could come back. So, oh, it, wow. so we live in a, so it's the, it ain't 30 people, but she got. Three kids who live there. Right. Two other kids that's older with kids. So the grandkids, like, this is the central area. And it was two bathrooms, man. And we needed oh, three. Two, yeah. two bathrooms, man. I, I don't <laughs> hey. even know what two bathrooms is like, like yeah. in my lifetime. Like, yeah. <laughs> that hey. would be great with that many brothers and sisters. It yeah. was. Because that's terrible. just a hard do. Because, like, what time is niggas waking up in the morning? Right, dog? right, 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 right. For school. You exactly. feel what I'm saying? So, like, so uh, uh, what is this? So, uh, so uh, you. Do you ever get to be the science teacher that you like? So when you graduate, you, you just say, go straight to the MBA. From you just target. <laughs> Listen, here, here's the problem, right? I was still like, I was still going to be a science teacher. That 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 route only changed because I wanted to teach at McKinsey. Yeah. Literally, the year I graduated, they decided to demolish. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's gone. Not, yeah. not not even like you know you know just just subtly you know, close it. Yeah. They decided to literally. Take it down, yeah. which was the most hurtful thing. Did ever you get done. a rock or something from huh? up there? Did you get a piece of the I brick? I should have. I didn't do any of that. No, I didn't. I didn't do nothing of that. So I wish I would have. But like that, literally, like they did I, that I, to our junior high. So we, it's not to cut you off. I'm no, sorry. No, no, so you're good, you're good. we, um, we grew up in Angster, and my grandma lived in Westland, which we would go to Taylor schools in eighth grade. We got kicked out and had to go to Angster schools. So we go to this junior high, which is uh, Blanchette. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this, my dad went there. My uncles. This is like inner city school in Angster, though. You know what That's I'm saying? Right, 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 right. And man, they destroyed that. They destroyed Angster High. You ride past these places now. They gone. Angster High shouldn't have even been able to be tore down because Angster High, not not this building, but Angster High by name is one of the first integrated high schools in Michigan. Wow. So they shouldn't have even been they able to tear, tear that down. down. Yeah, you feel yeah. what I'm saying? So but you know, politics. Yeah. yeah. So they destroy got, your school. Yeah. So then what? So basically, they destroyed your dreams with yeah, destroying yeah, the school. Hundred percent. But it, I, I, I thank God for it because I mean, I, teachers don't make they, shit. Make, yeah. My wife you know, a teacher. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sorry, and it's like sorry. no, no. Yeah, I'm saying I mean, yeah, she yeah. she get paid a nice amount, but gotcha. overall, like. 
I don't even understand. Overall, that either. like the teacher we, is going to make you or break you. We create the next generation. Leader. Like you, we you created feel what I'm Facebook, saying? we created you know all those other things, and then you know now they get paid the least. And so. the craziest part about that is everybody who don't help teachers had teachers. Like right. it's not like these athletes, the teachers, the one who looked out. Yep. All of these people, and, sure. and nobody's making a noise going to Congress. They talking about minimum wage for yeah. McDonald's workers. You know who what I'm saying? Also had but, teachers, yeah, right? Who also had, everybody got teachers, but no, no. Because I want to be a professor, like, and because you're never too old to be a professor. Yeah, you know ever, what I'm saying? Never, ever. Like, and I want to work with adults. I don't want to work with kids, so to speak, because I want to. I want to see the intellectual, the intellect, and in in another adult. So, boom, you know, Quincy, come. I need a manager. You just start googling, jump in the manager mode. Now people are coming to you. Say, I'll pay you to get on the if show. You get on the show, <laughs> like, yo, you got these concerts coming. I'll pay you to get on these concerts, or I bring a lot of people. That's how I met another artist named B Three who brought. Who you you know still to this day brings hundreds of people to shows. Yeah. But I met him at a show that he. So, a lot of things happened. I I I, I flukely did a showcase where the winner opens up for a concert. I had Chevy Woods from Taylor Gang yeah. coming, and I was like, ah, right, let me just figure something out. Let me do this showcase where the winner opens up for Chevy Woods the next day. Is this like 2017? This is 2017. I, sure. rem- I, I remember yeah. that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we used we to throw show, show, shows at the Bullfrog. That was the spot. When that yeah, closed, yeah. it was, that was a heartbreaking. That was heartbreaking. Okay, so I remember that. So you, you throw the show. I throw the showcase, and I'm like, ah, oh, let's see how this work out. It packed out. It was probably yeah. like 300 people in there. I'm just like, whoa, this winter opens up for a situation. Might change be the, the game. Be the, the course. Nobody else is doing it, so right. I literally start doing that for all my shows, and it just—it's so dope because it brings awareness. You know, it brings awareness to the actual concert. Like, yeah. you're doing a winter opens up show for this concert that you're throwing. Like, that's why I, I did it for other concerts that came here. I'm like, look, you do this, it's gonna make your concert go viral because you got all these artists posting their flyer for the showcase. But if people seem like, oh shit, winter opens like, up for somebody such and such. about to be here on this date. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I literally start doing that. Along with the concerts, and then everything started coming together. And then, like, you know, concerts started doing well. I started getting a lot of artists on multiple stages. And, you know. So, what's the biggest uh, stage that you got an artist on to date? I, I got a Coliseum in Mississippi. Uh, artists, they actually, I did two different ways. So, you had a show, we had a sh- live showcase here where artists, you know, competed on stage. Um, and it was his name is K Huff. So, K Huff uh, won that showcase, and we flew him out to. Open up at a coliseum for the baby NLE Chopper and Yo Gotti. Yeah, this and was not too long ago. This is like two years ago. Okay. okay. And I actually, now that I think about it, I heard of Rocky Bad the same time I started hearing about Crowd yep, Freak. It, that, was, it was like a simultaneous ride. Literally. That, it, like, yeah. What happened was, and it's crazy, all these, you know, so I own a lot of different businesses. I don't know if y'all heard of Bankroll's production. So I'm a part owner. It's like a, they shoot videos. We got three studios in on Seven Mile at the old hip hop shop. So, um, Literally, we opened up that studio. That's when I met Bank Rose. Who, his name is Rose. Met him. We were like, okay, let's figure out something. I need a, I need a venue. That's where I do a lot of my showcases. He need a studio. We found this spot that had just opened back up. It's the old hip-hop shop. Perfect. We put a studio in the back. And then Maury Corey was like, hey, Rocky has a, uh, you know, a situation, a dope song that she wanted us to shoot the video for. I wasn't even a part of the video process. I found out after the video dropped what the video was about, and it was Vindictive. Like, that was our first ever video, and Vindictive, which has, what, 13 million views right now? Yeah. Like, literally, was the first video we shot as a company. Yeah. So we just, Bankroll's production uh, yeah. took off, and that's when me and Rocky's relationship 
Like, I'm like, wow. Like, the first, I think the first day we did a million uh, streams. and Everybody was talking about it. Yeah. So, um, And this is your yeah. first go around with first, your first video. First video. First video. <laughs> first it's, video it's, upload. And it's like, yo, it's it's this song Rocky Wanna Do, and we didn't know at the time it was a diss track to Molly Brazy. And yeah. Boom, shot it. Next day, took off, and then Bank Roads Productions was super easy. The studio started banging. <laughs> yeah, that like, is. It was just, a, just an easy road from there. So, yeah, a lot yeah, different from science, teacher. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. Everything yeah. is just yeah. taking off, right? So, yeah. Yeah, so t- let's talk about your current artist. Uh, what did you say his name was? Not your uh, brother. Uh, Quincy Banks. Cause, so how he doing right now as far doing as Doing very good. Like him and Rocky actually just did a song together um, literally two days ago. So yeah. I heard it. I mean, we, it's you, gonna go crazy. You, you could bring. We want to interview. We want to kick it with him too. Okay, like, yeah, for sure. So what we do on the connected experience, bro, is we just connect people to the listener. Like, so we know about Rocky Bad. You know, yeah, what I'm saying yeah. we seen her come up. It's a whole world out there that might fuck with us that don't know nothing about her. They yeah. hear her on here. They hear how we talking about her. Never exactly. met her. So we do all that. Like we. Not with her, but we be a lot of people's first interview, bro. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Right, and that'd be dope. cool with us because yeah. then they get to see the like we we a lot of people sat in the chair who never even spoke on the mic before. Yep. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So Crowd Freak is 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 steadily on the rise in these couple years. You you're a married man, you're a father, you know what I'm saying? How are you balancing married life, fatherhood, being a businessman? How are you balancing all of these so things? So everything works out, right? Because my wife is Damn near like the closest partner. I got another co-founder named Justin, um, probably on a live right now. Um, but um, my wife is like my right hand person. Like okay, everything okay. with the business, so it's super easy. We work. I mean, it's easy, but you know sometimes it, it has it's work. Yeah, it, yeah, it yeah, has yeah. It, it has its downfalls when you like she's my boss and I'm her boss in some days, and it's like it's <laughs> it get a little aggressive. Yeah. But it, that that works out because we work together like every single day, like everything yeah. with the business. So the and then my my kids. You know, they, my son before my my youngest son that's five years five years old before he started school this year, um, was just at the office with us every day. We got an office downtown, so literally it was just a little bit. It's a little bit easier when you can bring work home and bring home to work. But that's what I was about to ask you. So you saying it's easier? So like, when do we cut it off? That is work. Like I, you, you you feel me? I like, gotta do better at that. You <laughs> know what? I yeah. used to uh, work for a married couple. You know what I mean? And they they work together. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She working up. They both they share an office, but you know he be was in and out. And I was talking to him one day, and he said they take separate cars home because by the time we get home, we're not at work no more. Gotcha. You feel what I'm saying? They don't ride to purposely. They don't ride together home. Wow. So by the time we make it home, we done with work for till the next day we get up and meet meet back in the office. Gotcha. So we don't talk about it at dinner. We don't talk about it when we land in the bed. Right. We 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 not at work no more. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? So that's just something you might be able to take with to. you. You feel what I'm saying? Like we working twenty four seven. Like yo, I need this. Yo, I need this. So like, it's one of the work life balance is something that I definitely need to work on. I also need to work on like delegating to my team. I got nineteen team members, but sometimes I'm just like, I want to see how this works. I want to do this myself to make sure it's done right. But when I should be trusting. You know, people right, because that's why they on your exactly. team. Because if exactly. you ain't think they was capable, they wouldn't be on your team. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Simple as that. So, like, let's talk about uh, Distro Freak because that's Distro a brand Freak. new venture. I exactly. want to get into the NBA more. Okay, yeah. Well, let's talk about because that. Because that, like, so that stuck out in your bio. in your bio. Yeah, I yeah, feel like, like you ain't talk about I that. I felt like yeah, you ain't yeah. talk about that at all. So, I'm like, damn. <laughs> the, so the NBA was um, 
You know, what school did you go to? I went to Ohio University. So okay. I, I just, a lot you of just Ohio stayed stuff over there. But I was actually in Detroit when I was doing my. So it was a, I did their online MBA program for Ohio University. Okay. Well, and what so, that was about another year and a half? Uh, it's about a year. Like yeah. literally, it, it, it was supposed to be two years, but I kind of like really knocked it out. So I, I got it done in about a year. So. Okay. okay. Um, but how that worked out is a funny conversation. And Target, please forgive me. But um, I was working for Target knowing that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. But I'm like, they said they pay for your MBA and you don't have to stay after they pay for your MBA. Yeah. <laughs> so I literally, you got to stay like you, you two do, years. You do. Yeah. They changed it since then, like where you have to stay like for like three, four years. But they just said, yo, yeah, you know, there's no obligation to stay. We just want our executives to be, you know, at a, a higher level with, with their MBA and things like that. So uh, like two weeks after I graduated from my NBA, I quit <laughs> immediately. I'm saying two week notice two or week. just dipped. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, okay. I gave two weeks. I, I, I was actually like a rock star at Target, so it was, like, it was really. I was very good, but it just wasn't me. Like, this ain't what I want to yeah, do. I, wanted, I, want, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Even yeah. when I was in the second grade, yeah. I literally used to buy little Debbie cakes yeah. for twenty five cent, yeah. and I used to sell them. For twenty five cent at school, yeah. like made no pro. I never understood profit margin, but I was selling something, so I loved it. Like, yeah. I, I now is your old man an entrepreneur? Like, where you get that from? No, he uh, not really. He was he was more. He's actually a workaholic. To yeah, be honest, yeah. Him and my mom are workaholics. What about your older brother? The one right over you, Work, workaholic too. So yeah. I, I, don't I mean, know but I'm gathering that from you too, though. I'm, I'm yeah, gathering yeah, yeah, like you're sure. you're applying your workaholic 100, skills, 100 yeah. to yeah. my business. Yeah. I don't know what made me want to become a bit like be an entrepreneur. I was always selling something at school, except for drugs. Don't yeah. sell drugs, guys. right? But <laughs> but no, but uh, well, you can sell drugs now in Michigan if yeah. you got the right. Uh, you got the right thing. <laughs> you can sell drugs, right? Yeah, we, um, we, we legal. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know where that entrepreneurship. Drive came from, but it yeah. came. Now, do you see that in either one of your sons? <sighs> I wish. Like, I, I'm trying to build that into my older son. My yeah. younger son um, is. He going to be running like, the company. But, but yeah. I, that's what I was about to say. Well, he technically wouldn't be an entrepreneur, though, because he going to be second generation running yeah, the company. Sure. Exactly. So do you see the workaholic in either of your sons? Because it's not but, the, it's whatever. It seems like whatever y'all do, y'all just work hard at it. So. Yeah, so my other, my other son is. I, lack of better words, and I'm not being biased. My other son is, both of my sons are gorgeous. My other son is like curly hair. He's mixed white yeah. and black. Yeah. Curly hair and all the rest of that. So we actually starting a YouTube show because, you know, that one kid, Ryan, made $50 million. We don't think he a kid. I don't think he a kid. I think Ryan is the same thing that was with Webster. Gotcha. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Because yeah, yeah. if you look at his mannerisms oh, and so? stuff, like, but this is you got to think this is the new of that. So when they say cut, that's a that's a that's a that's teenager, a dog, bro. That's a, that's a look dog? at his mannerisms, bro. Yeah. Just look at him, and Just, then look at other kids that be doing on the, the same thing. You feel me? So look at a kid who probably like I got a six year old. We about to start a, a YouTube channel for her because she yep. game. Mm-hmm. You feel she's a, like heavy on the game, and you feel what I'm saying? But. We watch what she watch, and we like, okay, yeah, that's a kid for real. Right, right, right. Adley is a kid. My daughter, I got a five-year-old, and she watches Adley. Adley, Adley yeah, is, is, yeah, yeah. is a kid. Now, look at Ryan, the the the, the maturity, the, the poise. Mature. Yeah, you feel? Yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. that. So so when that come out. You heard <laughs> it here you know, first. Got you. Yeah, right, exactly. So y'all about to start your, your yeah, five-year-old yeah, one. Yo, you about to start that. It's called CJ's Toy Chest. Um, So we about to get all that going. We got we already got the toy chest. Everything's set up at the office. We got the videographers that's going to shoot it. 
Um, we just haven't I haven't pushed the trigger on it because of distro freak. So I just had to like get this out the way, start pushing this, and then I can start getting him. So he's gonna be an entrepreneur in, in that sense. Yeah, yeah, the in new sense. The, the, the new age. Because the, the YouTube yep. is the new streets. You yep. know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly, as as, for sure. I'm gonna hit I'm gonna hit the block with the toy chest. Right. So talk about distro freak, because I'm uh I'm interested in that. Yeah, so distro freak is the game changer, right? So I talked a little bit earlier about how we had an artist that performed on a live showcase yeah. and, and won. We also had something called a digital showcase, which was crazy. Like, I, I, it was something that I, I tried out again, and it worked, and I'm like, oh, shit, we're going to something, right? Yeah. So digi the digital showcase back in the day is where artists from all across the world submit their music into this online showcase. Our judges review it, and we choose one or two artists to perform on this selected stage. But it came with flight and hotel, so you didn't have to worry about anything. Like we, you, you, we, we gonna get you there. Yeah, we take care of your food when you get now, down let here. Let me ask you this, yep. because this is the music industry. How many people are skeptical about that part of it? Don't worry about nothing else. We'll get you there. Because that's unheard of. That's unheard of. I have of. never had a person who won say, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, but do they still be like, you sure you go? No, <laughs> the, the one girl, Taylor Eve, who actually took off after it, she opened up for Backwoods and Bonfires Doja Cat. Um but Taylor Eve was one person who uh, got it and was a little bit skeptical. Was like, okay, I'm meeting you. Where you're picking me up? And I'm <laughs> yeah. going where to this hotel? So I'm just like, you know, trust the process. But I mean, it, it is a skeptical piece. But like, literally, I think because we, stuff like just being in the music industry for so long, and we were stuff like that seemed too good to be true to an artist. So yeah. I'm going to win. I really get to open up. You're going to fly me out like yeah, that yeah. just sounds like. And it literally, we did about 30 digital showcases. Uh, we got, I'm about to start reposting all these things. I'm going to talk to you about Distro Freak in a second. But we, we got video footage of people getting off the plane. Yeah. Like from New York, from Dallas, uh, coming into Detroit or come, we going to Ohio, going to Grand Rapids to do a, a big ass concert. Um, but we got like video footage of these people winning. And, you know, getting off the plane and getting back on the plane, saying thank you to Crowd Freak and all the rest of that, too. So um, the, the fact that we had that footage of them performing, like Taylor Eve was at the same hotel, unbeknownst to us, as, um, as uh, uh, what's her name, uh, Doja Cat. Yeah. And then we got a, they got a clip of them singing together in the elevator because, oh, that's my phone. Oh, because she knew, like, because she, she was opening she, up for her. She heard her song. She actually liked the song when Doja Cat was there. She was like, oh, my goodness, it's you. And they was in the elevator, like, singing. And I got that video. So, like, that's a life-changing experience where you win a digital showcase. You in a hotel. She had lunch and dinner with a Doja Cat the next day. Yeah. Like, they kicked it. Yeah. Like, and you won a digital showcase, and now you're kicking it with Doja Cat, who now is huge. Crazy, so she could post that video of them singing and dancing. That'll go which viral I need to today do too. Yeah, um, yeah. and it, it go crazy. You know what I mean? So it's it's, it's a life changing experience. So that's the digital showcase, right? All these artists submitted. We did a lot of those. It went good. I didn't like the fact that so many people lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that that kind of got a little bit old. Like all of, you know, because it's only one winner. It's only one winner, and I hated that. I was just like, I literally stopped it because I'm just like, it's only one person that's winning from this digital showcase performing on the stage and then it's people who submitted consistently like consistently submitted is 49.99 which is quite expensive for you to submit to a digital showcase twice a month and still lose and I, I didn't like that aspect so I stopped it till I could figure out a way to make it to where everybody wins and that's where D distro freak came into play um, yeah. from there so um and then let's talk about distro freak and how the digital showcase matches with that distro freak is distro kid tunecore CD Baby, United Masters. Artists are able to go on our platform, upload their song into uh, 
our platform and it goes into Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal. Like it's literally the same thing as DistroKid. Okay, so are you just doing that with? A, are you getting into the uh, the video or the movie aspect with that with distribution as well? Or right now it's just so right now it's this is that this is the portion where everybody wins, right? No matter what, everybody who submits their music through DistroFreak at a, for a very low price, lower than all our competitors, their music and faster, their music goes into stores within. 48 hours, like the fastest amongst all the distro plat- platforms. We, we, we sign deals to make sure that happens, right? So they upload their music. It goes into these distribution platforms almost automatically, and it goes under your, your profile. It's nothing different from DistroKid, TuneCore, and all the rest of those. This is where we're different. We care about the artists after they upload their music. DistroKid, TuneCore, once you upload your music, it's like, figure it out. You're go right. ahead, go crazy. We treating it like the digital showcase. When you submit your music, you automatically win because your music is in all the stores, and we we're, we're work researching it. But you could be selected to perform. You could be selected to be flown out for a podcast. You could be selected to be flown out for a radio interview. Like all these different things. So, so the way you're doing this is you're seeing who's performing well with the numbers, and then you hey. That and I got like I said, I had a team of 19 team members, and like the back end of our website is so crazy where you can like literally press play. You can also see who's the, on the leaderboards and everything like that, too, for our streams and stuff. But I don't want to just make it a who's doing better. better because, right, right, because that's not technically. Technically. So yeah. we're, we're, we're trying right now, currently, listening to every song that comes through. You really, to be honest, you only need 20 seconds of a song to be able to know if you want to listen to it later. I mean, listen to it more than 20 seconds. So if you at that point with that first 20 seconds. That's hard with me, though, man, because Purple Rain was like four minutes in before Prince started playing the guitar like that. No, that's facts. That's you, you feel it's certain it's certain parts yeah. that like 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 even with like I, I, I'm i a real big St. John fan. Right. And then on uh, the song with him and Lenny Kravitz, like the, the beat just turned into something different after the vocals are over. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. no, no, that's that's factual. But here's the thing. Right? No, I understand what you're saying, yeah. but I'm saying yeah. like, God, like when you think yeah. when you think about that concept, like, it's dang, yeah. yeah, it's like even with you know people who got features on songs, like it. Sometimes you be waiting for the feature, but here's the problem. On average, the human being is only listening for the first 20 seconds. If you don't catch it. If you don't captivate That's why Drake go first. Yeah, no yeah, matter exactly. whose song on, Drake go first. Yeah, it's pr- <laughs> so it's Prince. Of course you're going to listen to the whole damn song. It's Prince, right? But if you're an upcoming artist, you got 20 to 30 seconds in the first half to capture the audience attention. So that's how we treat it too. You got 20 seconds, 30 seconds. And if it's crazy, we're going to listen to the whole song. And then, But going back to Distro Freak Process, that's one of the ways. Like, of course, if you're doing crazy with numbers, we're gonna figure out some things with you to, to move you there. But we're trying to give every artist the op- equal opportunity to do uh, good after the song is uploaded on our platform. We're because not you're performing well, yep. so let me let me reach out and say, hey, yep. I see in New Zealand that you've been doing good for, for for three months. Yep. Like, I got people in New Zealand. Let me get you out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. You see so, what I'm saying? And we, we haven't announced it, so anybody that's on my live. Um, oh, we the home yeah. of exclusives. Exactly. Go ahead. Exactly. So we about to, like, we just announced Distro Freak 2, two this like is definitely two a 2022 yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, 400%. It's like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. So um, our first digital showcase, somebody, somebody that's going to be selected to fly out to perform or, you know, if it's there in Detroit, drive out. Um, 
is G Herbo. So we literally okay. just locked in some G Herbo performance slots. So we're going to have some live showcases too. But we're going to select somebody who's uploaded their music through Distro Freak yeah. to perform um, for G Herbo and open up for G Herbo. So okay, that's dope. That's yeah. dope. Now, yeah. okay, so if I am in Detroit and I win and you don't got to fly me out, like, do you send me the Uber XL? Like, how no, does this? We, we actually give you a, 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 a voucher. So that happened a few times, but I did not. It only happened a few times mm-hmm. where somebody from Detroit actually. On a digital showcase, yeah, because they always got the opportunity to do the, the live, live showcase, yeah, yeah. So like, I don't, you know, I like if you submit in a digital showcase, that's great. You know, we have had people that won from Detroit, but we kind of like open this up for the entire world um, yeah. to be. A, we have people submit from Australia, uh, Japan, uh, Africa. A lot of people submitted from Africa yeah. in our digital showcase in the past. Yeah. So now, if you uploading your music, you got the equal opportunity to you know perform at one of these these larger stages. So. Okay, cool, cool. So so do you ever think that uh I mean is it in the vision for Distro Freak to actually hand out some sort of uh situations to people? Okay, so like you say you manage Rocky Bad, right? right? And you got all of these things going on like is it ever going to get to a point where Distro Freak will start taking on artists like you exclusively sign a Distro Freak? Like I is that s- It's crazy. I sent a screenshot. I sent a screenshot to um I sent a screenshot to my team yesterday, like the head people on my team, of just the back end. So I started researching and looking at the back end because, you know, the first two weeks I'm, I'm letting it do what it do. So we already had 200 accounts created on Distro Freak, which is hard for somebody to – That's 100 get. a week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then not only that, we had a, a, like 30 songs already uploaded through our platform. Yeah. So like – which is all dope within two weeks. It's crazy. Um, but I also can see how everybody is doing. Like I can see the top 25 people streaming on my platform. So if I see uh, Joe Smo is going crazy, yo, let's talk. Like you know, hey, like I can I can see like before we even talk about the performances, the playlists, the radio interviews. Let's talk about how we can help you like under a contractual. So and what's si- crazy, what's not situation. crazy about that is I always tell uh, artists that I uh, do consulting for because I do con- some consultation work. I always say, listen, man, you don't get caught by mistake. If I work at Def Jam, <laughs> yeah. I can go to Spotify and say, show 100%. me the number one artist. Mm-hmm. Show mm-hmm. me literally in real time the number one artist. Yeah. And that's what they do. Because yeah. Spotify owned by the labels. You yeah, know no, what I'm saying? Sure. Absolutely. Definitely Sony. Uh, uh, Sony, you, you, I mean, well, you know about the Orchard. So Sony yeah. Orchard, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We had did a, uh, we did a deal with them a long ass time ago, right? But anyway, we still was on good terms. When right. Spotify went public, we got a piece of that. Oh, wow. Like we actually got like a a, a small check cut for that because crazy. Spotify went public. Oh, because Sony has something to do with their right, ownership. Right. Exactly. You feel what I'm saying? But I always tell the artists like, listen, bro, what you see and what they see is not the same. Yeah. Because how you think these people get these calls? How you yeah. think an artist you never heard of get a call and then they now you see them everywhere because exactly. they was doing some type of numbers. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because how how people discover music, you know, you would never know how people really discover. Some people do the YouTube. Some people do the playlist. Yep. Some people through featured acts like, oh, he was on such and such. Let me listen yep. to him. And you never know that. And then you never know how far that one thing takes, takes them. You. Yep. you feel what I'm saying? So that's dope. So uh, how did how the team feeling about uh, Distro Freak oh, so far? This, we we noticed like. I ain't trying to, you know, toot my own horn, but y'all talking to a billionaire right now. Yeah. Like I, that's I truly feel like, yeah. like this in the next few years is for sure gonna. I mean, next year or so, gonna be upwards of millions. Yeah. But like I think that this is the billion dollar platform because we're the only platform that really cares about every single artist after they upload their music into platforms. Like I mean, into streaming platforms. Like we really, 
go through and nurture and, and follow what's going on with the artists where everybody else is, yo, give me that 20, 1999, upload your song to stores and figure it out. We trying to blow as many artists as possible from not only just Detroit, but all across the world by seeing where their numbers are going. Okay, this person needs to go on this playlist. Let's listen to this. They're going crazy here. Okay, this person needs to be flying out, flown out for this radio interview or perform at this festival. We got six festivals. Henny and Hamburgers, Backwoods and Bonfires, they all do about 7,000 plus. Yeah. Scary, Scary Hours Music Festival. Then we got Rapper Road Concert Series. So our, ourselves, we control so many concerts, but then also got these pipeline of uh, concerts in Ohio. That G Herbo concert is not my concert. It's one of my friends in Ohio. So he gave me some slots and said, hey, find us some talented artists to open up for this G Herbo concert. So we got all control of all these things. We want to make sure each and every artist have an equal chance to make it Outside of you know put, putting their music into stores and things like that too, so yeah, yeah, that's dope, that's dope. You know what I'm saying. So like, uh, what what's next for you outside of this? Because like, what what are you outside of this? Because you said you got to work on your work life balance. So that also like, who are you at this at, at 35? Not not your wife's husband, not your kid's father. Who who are you? Right. Ah, who am I? Hold on one second. Sorry about that. Who is who is Curtis Lamar? Oh, everybody keeps saying it was no sound this entire time. Well, we still the home of exclusives, so they gonna right, have to exactly. listen to the they gonna yeah, have to listen to good. the episode where it dropped. You feel what I'm it's saying? It's all good. It's yeah. all good. Um, so who is who is uh, Curtis Lamar? So I hold a lot of different hats, a lot of different hats in the business world. So, like I said, I own. I'm part. No, 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 no. no business. Oh, no, no business. business. No business. No. Who are oh, you? Like who am when I? you, when you core, oh, if, if I take is... away this business, I'm not I'm not talking we're not talking about you being a great husband, great father, none of that. We right. we established all of that. Who are you now? Let me do this. Hold on. Let me do this. Let me <laughs> let me go. Let me go on my personal Instagram. Let me go live on my personal Instagram real quick. Cause that's a good question. I like that. <laughs> yes. Let's do that real quick. So let's make sure they can hear you too. Exactly, exactly. So uh let's see, let's see, let's see. All right, so everybody tap in. My personal Instagram usually go crazy because I only went live on it like three times. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Okay, so let's see. And then while he doing that, people, if you're an artist, if you fuck with me, we going through distro freak for now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you feel yeah. Like, when we get off the air, I, I, we got ways that we really can help you. Like, Listen, like, I, <laughs> and we, listen we, we need that. We want to c- communicate it to every single artist. Yeah. Um, on the planet, like yeah. we are the place to go. You don't want to go to these other platforms that you. It's not even that on. you don't want to go. Those other platforms are already solidified within the system of doing things that their way. So, what Distro Freak is doing for you, the other platforms too. They didn't have. They had. They, the they, have, they had the opportunity. Yeah. They passed on that opportunity, and you capitalizing off that. So you might want you 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 might think you want to go to United Masters because you hear Steve Stout's name, but you don't understand that that's what he's doing, using his name exactly. to get you to come. It's it's the same. You, I'm not taking nothing from United Masters, but what I'm understanding and what you're saying, and I'm only gonna compare it to United Masters because of the Steve Stout. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So. To what? Yeah, but it's that's still on such a level where on Distro Freak you might be streaming two hundred streams a day, and that's what's gonna get you noticed. And on United Masters, two hundred streams a day go get you overlooked all day. Yep, uh, you know what exactly, I'm saying? So that's exactly. that that's the difference cuz when people like you the reason that it's not a monopoly in streaming right yep, now. Exactly. But you got to figure out where you fit in 
that streaming system to become the billionaire because yep. it's a billion dollar this is a billion dollar idea we seeing people get billions how do i fit into that exactly. so that's what the, the distro freak is when people so like we know about tune court being me and my brother we know about uh the orchard we know about all that we actually used a bunch of them i remember when distro kid was new I remember when all of these things yep. was new. So now this the new, this the young, this the hip. This is gonna put you because all of them people dinosaurs. They not on the ground yeah, level. Exactly. That's exactly. the difference. Which is crazy because I'm starting from literally the mud of artistry, like you know, figuring out shows, figuring out what helps artists. Starting with Rocky, starting with Quincy Banks. Like I see every level manager, artist, you know, I, the business person, festival Thor. Uh, uh, studio owner I know every single aspect of what artists need so it's a little bit different for me being in that that space of what an artist is looking for so. right 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 and then you're not an artist so you're not a hater you exactly. are a former artist you exactly. know you want it to be a science teacher this exactly. is the farthest thing from what Far. you right it's so not exactly. want to know why because this is a science no, no, no. To, to grow right. to this but I'm saying like right, but what I'm saying is he, he, he never was the talent See, a yeah. lot of people in the game who might even be doing something you doing, like, they were always the talent. Yeah. So once they see other talent, it still be like, I can help them, I could do all this, but you were the talent. Exactly. And nobody did that for you, so right. it still be, but you never was the talent. And that was a great catch. You actually just applying the science yep. to what you know. So, boom, we back to the number one yep. question that everybody want to know. Who are you? So who is Curtis Lamar? I mean, I I guess I'm a... I'm, I feel like I'm a visionary. Like, I, I don't ever want to do something that somebody already did. Like, even with Bankroll's Productions, right? I, is, somebody said, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a studio, so you're doing what everybody else do. We started a website where now you can do online mixing. You can send your music in. Like, I, I didn't want to just leave it at brick and mortar and having three studios. How do we touch the entire world? Like, now let's open up a website, which we, we did a light launch on it. Now people can, you know, upload their music. Um, and get it mixed and sent back to them, right? So I say that because I'm not trying to push my business again, but I think that I'm a visionary. I think that I, I'm always trying to find out what is the problem and how can I solve it, right? And I, gotta, I got something that I say in any interview. I say it to any people when I go speak at my old college. I go speak at high schools. I live by one statement, and my wife knows it well because she had to get it pounded in her head before she kind of understood it, and it's, do what you have to do when you have to do it so you can do what you want to do when you want to do it. So, like, literally, grind. If you if These 24-hour days and you working hard, da-da-da. Like, I, I did that in the beginning. Then now I can take my kids to Universal Studios. I can go on a vacation. I can get my wife this present. I can – my wife and my son is in Idaho going to visit their family. I can – I, I worked this super hard to be able to do what I have to do, like, consistently, so I can do what I want to do. You know, you know what I mean? Like, with, with artists, um, you know, it, put, put the work in. Get in the studio. You know, upload the music. Do all those things so you can do what you want to do. Buy the chain. Take the vacation. Buy the house. All those things that you want to do. So, like, I literally, literally live my life by that quote. So, anytime I'm feeling down, like, man, I'm really working hard on this event. I'm really working hard on this, this festival. Um, that is the biggest thing for me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, how do I consistently, you know, m make it to where I could do what I want to do at yeah. that time? So yeah. that's literally that. Me busting one sentence or one quote is that quote. So yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. So that's dope, man. Look, we appreciate your time. Oh, oh. you, we go really, we definitely go help you out, bro. Because like we 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 several media outlets. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so whatever you got going, like, we're going to talk more off air about, you know what I'm saying? But, like, the I, like it's it's beautiful what you're doing. Like, us Thank being you. former artists, like, I understand what you're saying. You're putting it right where artists need, you know what I'm saying? And, of course, it's going to get bigger, man. And I, I'm happy. It's, it, we, we really wanted to hear about the distro freak because yep. we've seen the rise of crowd freak. Like, I'm calling out, oh, that was 2017, so yep, you know we're not. You knew yeah, it automatically. Yeah, right. yep. So, like, to see the evolution, man, and I'm anxious to see what's after that for yep. you. You know what I'm saying? Because, yep. like, even like I was saying in the beginning, like, oh, no, that's the final stage of that plan. Like, the other stages of that plan, all got, this final stage got to happen first, and, like, you've you, you came to final stages yeah. and had to get there where you like, I got to do something else. You know what I'm right, saying? exactly. So that's dope, man, and I'm anxious to see what's next, man. You got anything else you want to say before we get out No, here? so tell the people where they can go to uh, if they're an artist to sign up for Distro Freak. And yep. Crowd Freak. And yeah. Crowd Freak. So follow, follow. I need a promo yeah, code. Exactly. <laughs> no, I got you 100%. <laughs> I need a promo let code. Me, let me know. I got you yeah. 1,000%. Um, but CrowdFreak.com is really where you can find anything that we offer. We offer Spotify playlisting. Our playlist it's 10,000, you know, listen, 10,000 listeners a day yeah. on our playlist. So run up your numbers, get paid for your streams. Um, so that's uh, crowdfreak.com. Uh, distrofreak.com. Go to distrofreak.com if you're ready to upload your music. We're about to announce probably next week that, you know, we're selecting somebody that uploaded through our website into Spotify. So, yeah, by the time this drop, y'all probably yeah. would have selected them. You know yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, no, we, we probably, we're going to. We're gonna announce it. Oh, okay. It's gonna be like a whole month process. Oh, okay, 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 okay. To, to open up for G Herbo, flight and hotel included. Anyway. And that show in Ohio. That show is in Ohio. Yep. Yep. yep okay. Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. So, uh, so, uh, yep. Distro Freak, and then follow at Crowd Freak on Instagram, and then follow the Distro Freak. Distro Freak was taken. Yeah. Since 2011, they haven't posted, so I'm trying to get that page. Yeah. But the Distro Freak, um, follow us on Instagram, and then you can get all updates to everything that we're doing from there. So. Okay, and you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TCEPod, at TCEPod. And y'all know that's there for the connected experience. I'm Antoine. I'm Santoine. I, I want, want for my brother what I want for myself. <laughs>